This is the WGNS Action Line, talking with Rutherford County newsmakers about what matters most to you. Now, your host, Scott Walker. Today in studio, we have Senator Don White, we have State Representatives Robert Stevens and Mike Sparks, and we also have with us through the phone, Secretary of State Trey Hargett. We'll start with you, Trey. Good morning. How are you doing today? Good morning. How are you doing? I am doing good. Well, it's an important time in Tennessee. Early voting is going on right now. And what are you hearing from different election administrators? You know, I think a lot of people are still going to wait till election day to vote. Um, Early voting tends to be less utilized during the presidential preference primary because people want to see if there's going to be last minute changes to the race typically. So But things seem to be going smoothly around the state. And I know we have a lot of new residents in Tennessee, especially in Murfreesboro and throughout Rutherford County, Smyrna, Laverne. I mean, we see so many people move here each and every day. And when they move here, they may not be aware of, uh, you know, who is running for office or what some of the issues are. Well, you know, certainly uh, candidates and parties do a lot to educate voters. You know, if they want to know what's going to be on the ballot, certainly they can go to our GoVoteTN.gov or download our GoVoteTN app to see what's going to be on their ballot. They can find polling places, hours of operation, et cetera. Uh, But, you know, I will tell you that there's no shortage, I'm sure, of what's in people's mailboxes of candidates seeking to educate them and, and try to get those get votes. You know, one of the things that really is on the mind of a lot of folks is jobs. That's, I think, always an important issue. Well, certainly it is. And we're fortunate you've got three all-stars in your studio right now who have done so much to create a positive economic environment in the state of Tennessee. People are moving here in droves because we have low taxes, low debt, a light rule and regulatory burden. It's just a great overall economic environment. And because the three you have in studio and others, you know, Senator White, you know, Representative uh, Sparks and Representative Stevens, they've all worked very hard to make sure that Tennessee, we've erred on the side of freedom and liberty so that people can keep more of what they earn and they have the, they have unlimited opportunity here. Uh, Secretary of State Trey Hargett with us this morning. And uh, Trey, how long does early voting go on? When does that officially close out? Uh, closes out on the 27th. And for anybody who is new to our area, if they have not yet registered to vote, unfortunately, it's too late for this election, but they can, of course, register in time for the next election. That's that's absolutely right. So, you know, after March 5th, we'll begin working on voter registration again and getting people ready for the August and November elections. Where can people learn more information about voting and who's running and then about registering? Well, it's certainly, you know, the people you have in the studio, and I should mention Representative Rudd and Senator Reeves, you've got a lot of great folks over there. They've made online voter registration available in the state. It's never been easier to register to vote than it is right now in the state of Tennessee. And never been easier to vote, thanks to our robust early voting period as well. And what should folks bring with them whenever they go to the polls to cast that vote? Well, bring a valid state or federal issued ID. And I must say valid that doesn't mean it has to be a current driver's license or passport or military ID. It can be an old one. We're just trying to make sure that your photo matches up with what you look like in real life, trying to prevent people from acting like there's somebody else and casting a vote illegally. Uh, that does happen, I'm sure, in a, a lot of areas. Not here in Tennessee, though, outside that of our state. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Scott, can no, I ask yeah. Trey one uh, thing? Good morning. How are you? Fine, Senator. Good to hear your voice. Yes, absolutely. So we are very excited about what's launching on Monday. So can you tell Scott, because I know Scott's been an advocate for human trafficking and sex trafficking here in 
uh, Rutherford County. So can you tell Scott about what's launching on Monday? Yes, ma'am. Well, you know, you're you are a fantastic sponsor of what our new program called the Tennessee Big Business Against Trafficking, where Tennesseans are going to have the opportunity to engage in the fight of recognizing the signs of human trafficking and then know what to do when that happens. We're going to be rolling that out on Monday at the state capitol and look forward to having one more way that we can help eradicate the second fastest growing criminal activity in the country. Andre, I know that some businesses already are interested, so can you uh, speak to that just a little bit? Sure. Well, I don't have the website in front of me, um, so forgive me for that. I'll have it memorized come Monday, but we're going to have a website. We're also going to be reaching out through um, Chambers of Commerce and, and other places across the state to give businesses the tools they need to be able to, to join and start the training for their employees. So much happening here. Yes, it is. Senator White, thanks for championing that program. Well, thank you for uh, doing this. And your office was wonderful to work with, trying to pass the bill um, as well as you were. But the, the, your office was great. Thank you, ma'am. Hey, Trey, real quick, um, on the election integrity scorecard, can you elaborate on that a little bit on how Tennessee sure. ranks? Very proud. The last two years in a row, the Heritage Foundation has ranked Tennessee number one in election integrity. Uh, we, we knock on wood think we're going to be number one for a third year in a row, and it really goes to the strong laws that we have passed in Tennessee to make sure that every vote is counted once, no more, no less, and, and to make sure we, you know, we don't have drop boxes. We have a photo ID law. We watermark our paper ballots. We do signature verification. Um, and, and one of the real strengths is, frankly, the fact that Republicans keep an eye on Democrats and Democrats keep an eye on Republicans. So we run them in a bipartisan fashion here in Tennessee to make sure that Tennesseans can trust in results of the elections. Well, Trey, I voted yesterday, and, and I was talking to about vote integrity to the to the election uh, workers there, and they were really comfortable in this new system. Can you elaborate on the new voting system? It had that, I guess you'd call it a paper ballot right there beside it that was being printed out? Yeah, so they have verified paper audit trails now in all 95 counties. They, thanks to funding that you and the governor put in, in our 22 budget to make sure that we had some type of paper record in all 95 counties so that if we had to do a recount, and when we do audits, we can go back and make sure that votes match up. You know, it's making sure we utilize the latest in technology so, once again, Tennesseans can trust the results of the elections. Yes, thank you. I think his office does a great job with elections and all the other things they do. I always have a pleasant experience with him, and he seems like he's on top of everything and willing to help people to have questions, and we just appreciate what all he does. Well, thank you, Representative. You know, it's my privilege to work for y'all. A lot of people may not know this. I work for the legislature. You know, my electorate is 132 people, and uh, that's the 99 members of the House and 33 members of the Senate. My job interview is every day trying to make sure that we deliver the type of state government that those three members and the others others want us to have. Again, Secretary of State Trey Hargett. And uh, Trey, as always, thank you for joining us this morning. All right. Have a great weekend. Thanks again. You too. Time right now, 824. We're going to take a short break and then we will come back and you'll have a chance to text any questions or ideas in at 615-893-1450. Again, 615-893-1450. And again, in studio with us this morning, we have State Senator Don White and we have State Representatives Robert Stevens and Mike Sparks. So again, stay with us. More to come. Time, 824. 25 right now and we're broadcasting out of the middle tennessee electric studios wgns is powered by middle tennessee electric seriously looking at solar power generation mte offers a free consultation with an energy expert and has an entire library of educational resources to learn more visit mte.com slash pro solar hi this is dan mitchell from music world and drummer's den we have a larger selection than any of the other big box stores 
much better prices. Uh, selection is wonderful from keyboards, drums, guitars, ukuleles are big this year. We also have lighting. This is Dan Mitchell from Music World and Drummer's Den. You come down and look around. We have what you need. The Music World and Drummer's Den is located at 2762 South Church Street, right across from Indian Hills Golf Course. There is no safer place in the storm. Talk Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, TV 11. Hi, this is Peter Demas with Demas's Restaurants. One of the things when we were looking at trying to craft our menu to help those who are dieting is the side dishes. A lot of times we were so used to eating starches and unhealthy side dishes. In addition to our spinach, which we've had on the menu from the start, we've added zucchini and green beans, but we've also added broccoli. The broccoli is properly steamed so it's not too soft and not too hard. Please have your family join our family for lunch or dinner seven days a week. I like water aerobics. Margaret Ordebadian chose Adam's Place. It's been a great boon for my health to have water aerobics. The pool is a saltwater pool, and the instructors are all geriatric trained. And then they have a stretch and balance to help you keep from falling. I'm Terry Deal. Call me from about Adam's Place. Phone 615-904-9111. Memorial Boulevard, across from Walmart. The Action Line on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Talking about issues throughout the state of Tennessee and things happening in the state. And in studio with us this morning, we have Senator Don White and State Representatives Mike Sparks and Robert Stevens. Now, Senator White, I I know you mentioned to Trey Hargett that about human trafficking and different things to put a stop to it. And, And hopefully we can at some point in the future, but what all is happening with ending human trafficking right now? Of course, every year there's bills brought um, to the legislature uh, from different organizations um, and then, of course, Trey's office um, had one last year about the businesses getting involved to stop it. Um, This year I've got two or three bills on it just to strengthen the law, make it um, harder penalties on the trafficker um, and, you know, help the victim. You know, whether it's male or female you know after they're rescued it takes a lot of rehabilitation it takes a lot of therapy um and they've been horribly abused and so you know just to get money appropriated for different organizations that help it's mostly women but there are men in this um category as well and so we're just out there trying to get as many um, appropriations for these organizations um, also to help the victims you know I know we had a story on about two weeks ago about an arrest made in Rockwood Tennessee and and there the TBI working with local deputies and police departments went to a massage business where they arrested the the owner of the business I forgot what all she was charged with but patronizing or or something along those lines the lady was 79 years old and the two women who were there working underneath her they were both uh, from what i understand they received help uh, and hopefully are no longer going to be subject to to being in that line of work that's not work it's slavery 
Oh, it absolutely is. And I've had the honor of meeting um, some of the victims in therapy and the stories they will tell. And of course, 95% of the victims actually know their trafficker. Um, You know, the days of picking up a child on the side of the road or at the mall or at the movie theaters and kidnapping them. Yes, that still happens. But most of the victims, again, know their trafficker because of the drug problem we have. Um, A lot of parents are selling their children into the sex trafficking industry uh, to by their drug dealer um, and allowing their drug dealer to sell their child to pay their for their drugs and so or you know the traffickers know who to target if they see a young lady or gentleman that um, has a bad home life an abusive home life you know I met uh, one lady that um, said she was a teen when this happened she's now been rescued and is in therapy but she said um, you know he told me that he would treat me like Cardi B. Now, I mean, you know, I, I don't know who really Cardi B is, but I mean, you know, she's a, I'm assuming a musician that with lots of money and, you know, puts all her stuff on Instagram and social media of look at me, look at me. And so, you know, that's how they, you know, I'll give you money. I'll give you, and then they abuse them. They hit them. They uh, beat them. They get them hooked on drugs to do exactly what they want them to do but they entice them with you know money and you know things that they don't have and then they'll tell them that they'll get them out of that abusive relationship just to put them back into an abusive relationship and for anybody who thinks human trafficking is not a thing in rutherford county murfreesboro smyrna laverne they they think it's not here they're they're dead wrong oh i was so naive 12 years ago um because you know you think oh this isn't a big city this isn't a third world country this isn't some you know asian country no, it is right here. I mean, Regal Inn, they're rescuing children at Regal Inn on um, Shelville Highway day in and day out. Um, you know, if you talk to Murfreesboro Police, they will tell you how many they've rescued. Um, so, yes, it's right here in Murfreesboro. And again, I lived, you know, you live in your bubble yeah. and you don't understand what really is going on until you are faced with it. And you know, so I, I didn't know 12 years ago that it's right here in Rutherford County. Absolutely. And it, it's very scary. And there's so many different, you know, surveys, research information, studies that are done on prostitution, that are done on human trafficking. And if you get to reading some of those, it is very eye-opening and surprising. And I know one of the things that I read recently was how those who are trafficking a- another person for, for sex, what they often do is they'll go to, let's say, as an example, uh, Franklin, Tennessee, and they'll rent out a hotel room there. And that's where those crimes will take place. And somebody from Murphy's bro will travel to Franklin in order to be involved in that in order to to commit that crime and then the same thing will happen in murphy's bro and here you'll have somebody from franklin driving 30 minutes to visit some you know somebody who's being trafficked because the folks who are committing the crime of actually because you have several people who are committing the crime you have the person who is uh, sex trafficking the individual then you have the person who is paying for sex services from that individual but 
the ones who are paying for those illegal services, they often do not participate in those crimes in their own town. They drive 30 minutes to Franklin, 30 minutes to Nashville, and vice versa. So it is definitely happening here in our local hotels, and we're bringing criminals in from Nashville, from Franklin, and elsewhere. Correct. And, you know, there is more money from sex trafficking in Tennessee than there is drug trafficking um, because of our interstate system. Of course, their trafficker will normally move uh, their victims every seven days on average um, so they don't get caught. Of course, they've put the ad up on the internet. That's how the person finds them. That's why they drive to Franklin if they're from Murfreesboro, come over to Murfreesboro if they're from another city um, on the internet. But, you know, the TBI law enforcement, Murfreesboro police, starts looking because they know what sites to look at um, to find you know what hotel they're at Um, and so they're moving the victims like I say on average about every seven days so it's very hard to catch um, the trafficker um, just because of there's no you know they know how to operate yes they're they're sneaky something that really stood out to me in that movie the sound of freedom and i don't know if you guys have seen that but it's about human trafficking but one of the traffickers said to one of the victims you know the thing about you is that you're better than a drug because i'm able to sell you and then resell you and then resell you again and by the end of the day make up to ten thousand dollars I couldn't do that with one drug. I can't resell the same drug over and over again, but you, I can. And and how heartbreaking is that when you think about it? Right. And, you know, Tennessee's got a great commerce with all of our interstates, you know, to get track businesses for businesses to go through the state of Tennessee transporting their goods. But also, that's a curse when you're talking about trafficking. Because of our interstate system, it is, you know, uh, very easy to traffic one of the victims through Tennessee. I know whenever they built in Nashville, the new convention center in downtown Nashville, there was, well, a lot of people spoke out against it. And they were saying it's going to increase human trafficking even more by building this massive convention center that's going to bring in huge numbers of people. Of course, huge numbers of people are going to go to Nashville for a variety of conventions anyway. But I don't know if you have heard the, you know, the, the result of, you know, after that was built, human trafficking did increase by X amount of numbers. Have you heard anything about that? I'm curious. Um, not the numbers coming from the Nashville Convention Center, but of course, you know, the number one trafficked event is the Super Bowl. Whatever city is hosting the Super Bowl, that's the number one in the country that year. Um, you know, it was shocking to me and nothing gets Bristol or the Motor Speedway uh, because that's a great economic, um, you know, a part of for Bristol. Big driver, yeah. Oh, yes. I mean, look at the economic impact for Bristol. But that's number one in Tennessee um, when there's a race up there, a NASCAR race. Human trafficking yes. in Bristol, Tennessee. You know, and, yes. see, and see, that's not a real big town. So it, it's always, of course, it's sad, but it's always just surprising to hear about these communities where human trafficking is happening at very strong numbers during certain events. Right. And, but it's happening every day in all 95 counties. Yeah. It, Absolutely. It really Lake County um, has a huge number um, just because of their economic. I mean, they're very low economic uh, imp- income in Lake County and other drug um, is a high number of use uh, in Lake County. 
And when uh, a mother, you know, pushes her, her daughter or even her son onto a drug dealer in exchange for that drug, that that's human trafficking, as you mentioned. And yes. I don't know that, you know, we, we think about that as citizens. I don't know that we realize that. Again, we all live in our own bubble. And if you haven't had a family member that's been trafficked or, you know, you know someone, then you just don't think it's happening here in Rutherford County. Yeah. State Senator Don White, uh, State Representative Mike Sparks, uh, what, what all is happening in, in your bubble? Yeah. Well, I mean, Don's right. Senator White's correct. I'm, when I first got elected, y'all have heard me say this on the radio, there was a, a black detective came to see me, and I was brand new. And, you know, the synthetic drug issue was, was big to me, you know, and was trying to fight that. Man, I was at a loss of what to do. And this black detective come to me. She said, I just had a feeling to come talk to you. And I often talk about, I call them guy wink moments, synchronicities in, in life. And she started talking about um, human trafficking. And I was clueless. I was like, like Don said, in a bubble. I mean, I cared about the drug problem because I seen it in my own, in my own family, and, and most people have, unless you're an orphan or something, you probably, you know, haven't seen it. But yeah, most people I, I can't have seen think it. of any family that hasn't seen it. Maybe an uncle or a cousin or something that yeah. that's. And now it's getting so close to home. Now you you know people that have overdosed with fentanyl. I mean, I just done a funeral last month that um, a fentanyl overdose. A young thirty uh, year old young man. It's left three daughters behind, but um. But Kathy came to me and she said, um, uh, I want to talk to you about this. And she started talking about a thing called tagging where a young lady gets pregnant, you know, and, and blames it on the person they think's going to be able to provide for that child. And I just thought she was kind of out there. And I said, no, that kind of stuff. Our community doesn't do things like that. That's just terrible. Nobody would do that. I mean, maybe a third world country, San Francisco or New York or something, but not, not Rutherford County, not Tennessee. And she said, I can tell you. And she was very, had a lot of foresight. She was from Detroit. And I'm going to tell you, man, the Lord used that, that lady to help me um, go after the synthetic drug issue. What she would do, she helped me set up press conferences. I didn't know how to set up press conference. She got me in touch with TBI. We were on the radio with you and Brian a few times. And um, when the raid played out, a lot of people may remember Operation Snuff that went after a lot of these markets. Uh, Kathy was right there with me. And, and here's what we end up doing. And I know I can't use profanity on the radio, but we knocked the H-E-L-L out of these markets. Because you know what else we done? What, what we else? took their beer licenses. If you want to hurt, if you want to hurt a market who's selling drugs, you take their beer license. You you stop their way of really making money. And um, it was really a godsend that, that Kathy came into my life. She's moved um, to Illinois, uh, Illinois or Illinois, whatever it is now. And um, but it was a real blessing. But but you know, you look at society. I mean, I've been around politics now, going on twenty two years, and I've seen society uh, just the the values have just diminished. I mean, things that we wouldn't have accepted thirty year twenty years ago, now we kind of accept. I mean, I hear teachers that'll text me about kids just walking out, kids having sex in the bathroom, things that are being taught, and I'm like, man, that wouldn't have never happened. Uh, I just seen my principal, Mr. Rakes, um, at our prayer breakfast we had over at Sam Davis Home, that history event. Really proud to see him there. And um, and I shared at the prayer breakfast that, um, how he paddled me on several occasions. And it was a blessing. Today, you don't, you can't discipline these kids. Um, they're out of line. The drugs are more acceptable. And um, 
you know, I often say the legislature is not the way to solve problems. we got to get back to some biblical basics. And one person is making that difference is Cliff Sharp. I heard him earlier, you know, talking about housing and different areas, but he's there to, to help. Just going through McDonald's just now, looked over two homeless people sitting there. When we walk out of here, we'll probably see two or three homeless people. I mean, you see it all the time. Oh, one yeah, one yeah. was camped out out here, um, what, year and a half ago yeah you know, yeah. You, you know that there's so many problems in society today but yet there's so many positive things but i think part of the problem is too many people lack any value they lack self-worth and because of that they'll do anything because they just you know they don't have that feeling of i'm important enough or i'm good enough and and they just don't care anymore yeah. but how do you build that self-worth up in younger kids today so that they'll go on to do great things how do you do that i think it starts at the home absolutely and of course uh, teachers if they're not getting it at home guidance counselors principals administrators which do a fabulous job um you know supporting kids but it's got to start at the home level yeah so true and it's you know that's a tough one how how do you get fathers how do you get mothers to be more involved with their kids to to stop focusing on their self and instead start focusing on your kids i had a just this morning i was sitting there and and uh, my wife's already left to watch our new grandbaby grace um thank god for and uh, i was looking over i seen the sun the sunshine you know coming in and and I, it made me think about that poem uh, uh a new day by bear Bryant, and i re- i knew about it from judge jimmy turner and um and i just took and i just wrote out a little column in my issues of faith you know online paper tennessee ledger another way to access it and i kind of tagged jimmy in there but you know just thought about every day has value and we're trading this value like we could be somewhere else instead of being here on the good neighbor station because we need good neighbors and jesus talked about that that good neighbor but you think of these young people today that don't have fathers i'd argue one of the one of the reasons don's successful robert's successful scott you're successful is because you had that positive influence you had that safety net um last week i toured a prison the the women's prison and i talked to six um uh, inmates and they're all serving 51 year sentence 51 years 51 years for what uh murder felony murder and um the the one girl i didn't realize that they could charge a 14 year old and give him 51 years and so she had shot her aunt but the the, the woman had said well her her mother overdosed three months earlier and you know, I'm trying to take all this in. I asked them, how many of y'all were sexually abused as a minor? Because you know, you you led that effort, Scott Walker. This station led that effort. That went to the Tasher study. That went to. You can go back and prosecute now after your initiative and after our bill. And um, but the, my issue was so much healing, getting folks access to therapy and counseling, and half the hands went up. One hand went up really slow. And not that I know much about human behavior, but I, I'm guessing that one that went up real slow was abused by. A family member is what I'm guessing. But I asked him, I said, where do y'all find hope? Remember, I got hope because I'm leaving that prison. You know, I've got hope. I'm going to have dinner with my wife. And they said, well, they've got their education and their friendships and things to do. But but I brought up, I said, what about Centoya Brown? You remember the Centoya Brown situation? And the governor, I guess, gave her a pardon, her a clemency. And I said, what's the difference between Centoya Brown and y'all? And, and these are six ladies and 
and they said we, we don't know we don't know and then uh the the liaison who was almost my daughter-in-law heather you know they she dated my son almost your daughter almost well yeah, they almost got married story, <laughs> it's a little strange but she's she's a little rock star and re- really sweet and she said well they didn't have a celebrity and i thought wait a second you got to have a celebrity for your freedom you got to have a lobbyist for your freedom so you know i don't know how to really make a difference in those women's lives other than listening to them like senator white about this human trafficking issue is to sometime listen and hopefully the lord will give us some wisdom and discernment to to see how we can help these folks but i mean i'm, I'm worried to death about the future of this nation i know our bible study y'all know dick peach he's my sunday school teacher former police officer and he said well the bible says you shouldn't worry i said i'll be honest with you I'm worried to death of the future of this nation. This open border, Chinese intelligence officers coming across the border, Syrian intelligence. This is real. I was able to ask that at our finance meeting, um, Finance Ways and Meast and General Ross. Sadly, he didn't have an answer. You know, you know? I, something I found surprising not too long ago, I, I guess a, a couple of weeks back, the uh, Department of Homeland Security sent letters to different cities, Franklin, Nashville, Murfreesboro, telling them, telling the, the different departments in the cities that you've got approximately 600 illegal immigrants that are headed your way because at the border, these immigrants said we're coming to Nashville, Murfreesboro, Franklin, and they named cities, which is wild in its own because I'm sure they had family members already working here uh, doing whatever job they may have been doing. But the Department of Homeland Security, I've never heard of them sending letters to cities saying, hey, we questioned these folks at the border. We went ahead and let them over. And they're coming to your city. I, I've never heard of that happening before. And we all knew that folks were coming over the border, obviously. But the Department of Homeland Security sending letters to cities saying, hey, we, we talked to these folks. They're coming. What What is going on with America? I mean, it's a very scary situation. It becomes and local when that no happens. No one has really truly vetted these um, people that are coming to know, you know, what their situation is, what their background is. Um, and, you know, also Rutherford County is getting a thousand students a year just by people legally moving here, you know. Yeah. And so now constitutionally, you have to educate that child if they're K through 12 um, in school. Um, the ages and so you know that's putting a huge burden uh, even on our schools that you know we're having to build a school a year here in Rutherford County just to keep up with the need that's legally coming here and from what I understood about those immigrants who the DHS called non-citizens instead of illegal immigrants from what I understand DHS was not giving them the approval to have a work visa at that time. Instead, they have to go through a waiting process of however many months before they get that work visa. And that just means to me, they're going to live here, get paid under the table with cash. And that contributes nothing to the local society other than the job they may be doing, which may be great. But the problem is it, it, it doesn't contribute in any way as far as the tax base, which means they're going to receive free meals for their stu- for their children at the schools. They're going to receive free health care because it's not going to be paid for. There's no address to send bills to. But why wouldn't the government at least approve a work visa for these folks so that they can 
go back into the tax base in some way. Right. It's truly a broken system. And, you know, it's it's a crisis. Yeah. It truly is a crisis, uh, the border is. And I seen a video of the day, it was African-American guy on um, YouTube, and and is it Stephen Smith? I think he's a sports commentator. I was watching him. Boy, that joker was fired up. I think $53 million is being handed out in New York for, what? for gift card. I think gift card for food and and I don't clothing hotel hotel no and, it's, place and then I see these two people at McDonald's that I've talked to one of them bought him some coffee he wanted five creamers he wanted five sugars in his coffee anyways um, I was like hey do you know Cliff Sharp and you know go up there and talk to Cliff and you know we see this in our backyard and we see veterans in our backyard and this isn't being political this is the reality you know and, and you want to be positive it's hard you know to be positive and you know and having hope and I talk about hope because hope is a powerful tool but then you're hearing because the person that sent me this text is a is a is an agent that sent me this they're like hey ask the journal what they're doing and these guys are like uh i'm like man it's really scary i think about our forefathers my dad be cussing up a storm major walls was at pearl harbor when his mom be cussing up a storm these fifty eight thousand three hundred vietnam vets that we lost over there that were 22 years of of age by the way gave their life for the freedom and then we're losing it each and every day our school system it's going to be overrun and our county commissioners are doing the best they can our county school board people are doing the best they can but uh, if the school boards listen i know they are county commissioner listen send us a resolution about illegal immigration i plead with you you know send you send us resolution everything else send us one about illegal immigration how serious of a subject this is and i know they're i know they're listening and, and we won't try to work with them but our school system is going to be overrun in the next couple of years if we don't get a hold of this. We've got to take a short break. Again, in studio with us this morning, we have State Senator Don White, and we have State Representatives Mike Sparks and Robert Stevens. If you have any questions for them, feel free to text us right now at 615-893-1450. But we only have a few minutes left in the show, so text quickly. Time right now, 850. Again, stay with us. We've been driving for six hours, and I haven't coughed once. Well, you took Mucinex DM 12-hour, right? It gives you 12 full hours of cough and chest congestion relief. Really? 12 hours? That means you still get to enjoy another six hours of me singing road trip songs. Yay. Mucinex DM tablets have one immediate release layer and one long-lasting extended release layer to provide cough and chest congestion relief for a full 12 hours. Whoa, whoa, baby. Buy Mucinex DM 12-hour now for 12-hour cough and chest congestion relief. Use as directed. At Consumer Cellular, you get the same exact coverage as the largest carriers, but for up to half the cost. Same thing, up to half the cost. Up to half the cost for the same thing. 50% the money for 100% the same thing. I hope I'm making myself clear. Consumer Cellular. When freedom calls, we're here to answer. Call us at 1-888-FREEDOM. Half the cost savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single-line 5-gigabyte data plan with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single-line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plan offered by T-Mobile and Verizon May 2023. During Omaha Steaks semi-annual sale, get 50% off site-wide and save on mouth-watering favorites. At omahasteaks.com slash sizzle, load up on all the delicious flavor you crave at half price. Plus, get eight free Omaha Steaks burgers on select packages at omahasteaks.com slash sizzle. Endless possibilities, endless flavor and value. Visit omahasteaks.com slash sizzle and get eight free Omaha Steaks burgers with select packages during the semi-annual sale today. 
Omaha Steaks, America's original butcher. If you're looking for an authentic relationship with financial experts who genuinely care about your unique needs, Capstar Bank is for you. Capstar Bank is dedicated to the people of this community. Capstar Bank wants to help you reach your financial goals. Because at Capstar Bank, you matter to us. Capstar Bank, 2230 Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard, capstarbank.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. The Action Line on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. In studio with us on this Friday morning, we have State Senator Don White and State Representatives Mike Sparks and Robert Stevens. And uh, Robert... The impact fee, that is an area you've been kind of looking at, and is Rutherford County, or do you think Rutherford County will soon have the right to have an impact fee of some sort? Well, we probably will not get an impact fee, but there is a effort right now to get what's called the adequate facilities tax to be increased. Right now in Rutherford County, every residence that's built has to pay a dollar per square foot to help with construction of schools. And so the compromise that our delegation and and other stakeholders around the state and other uh, representatives and senators has worked out is that uh, we're gonna hopefully allow the counties to increase that dollar from $1.50 to $1.50 per square foot. And then also on any new commercial buildings to uh, have the ability to tax those at $1.50 per square foot too. And I don't have the figures for Rutherford County, but this will bring in millions and millions of new dollars that they can use to help with school construction and uh, renovation projects. Now, I, I remember I built a house in 2002, and I remember having to pay an impact fee of $750. And then the next year, I think that doubled, went up to, well, it was around $1,100 is what it went up to. And then it disappeared so what what happened with that why didn't we just continue to have that impact fee for new home construction well rutherford county has never had an impact fee uh in the past they had what was called the development tax which started out at 750 dollars per unit so i was paying a development tax not impact fee which sound very familiar and then uh, in the late 90s or early 2000s they increased that to 1500 per unit and uh in 2006 the state passed a law that said no counties could create new development taxes or change the ones they had so rutherford counties was uh, had a private act just for us it's fifteen hundred dollars per unit and that was locked in in 2006 where we could not change it now you could switch and get rid of your development tax and go to the adequate facilities tax and so a few years ago on the county commission we started looking at the numbers of what's the average square footage of each new residence and found out it's 2400 square feet so instead of doing the flat 1500 per unit it would be better to switch to the adequate facilities tax because you would get 900 more dollars per unit average so we did do that switch and we had to get rid of the flat development tax the counties like williamson and wilson that we keep hearing about and there's all kinds of people out here spreading misinformation about this and trying to confuse people but those counties and their private acts put a sentence that said that the county can increase their development tax without coming back to the state well, for whatever reason, Rutherford County did not do that. And so that's why they couldn't raise it from the $1,500 to whatever they wanted to, like the other counties. But here we are now, and we've got this compromise worked out. 
Our delegation has been working very hard. Uh, Representative Rudd especially has been meeting with uh, the builders at the local and state level, developers of a local and state level, the real estate agents. Uh, all the stakeholders have uh, come to the table, some maybe more begrudgingly than others, but they have all agreed that we need help. And I think that we're going to be able to get this thing passed if everybody gets on board and, and doesn't try to destroy this. Now, if you build a house in Murfreesboro and if Rutherford County has this new tax added, it's going to be very expensive to build that home because you have the impact fee, the new one to pay to the city of Murfreesboro, which is pretty high. Then you have the new tax, which could happen for Rutherford County as well. So add those two together, plus the cost of construction. It's pricing a lot of people out of our area. Well, that's the downside. Every time that you increase cost and, and regulations on the home building industry, it does price out you know one more person from the market. Every dollar it goes up, you're going to price out someone that's just basic economics. But the schools do need uh, do they need help with construction costs and maintenance costs, and this uh, is just unfortunately a necessary evil. And I think that we're going to be able to get them some relief this year. And then factor in property taxes. At what point do we say? We've got to do something. We've got to change some things around because the police officers, the teachers who we want to live here, who need to live here so they understand every aspect of the community they're working in, we don't want to price them out. Yeah, we've got to find some ways to increase affordable housing, and there are some good ideas floating out there. In fact, uh, the Tasser study that Representative Sparks got passed last year came up with some ideas, and uh, I was uh, drafted to be a house sponsor for one of those bills that would help people uh, keep their property taxes low if their property gets rezoned from residential to commercial. Uh, But they could ask the property assessor to put them back at the residential level if the county adopts a program like that. So there are some ideas that are being floated, and we are looking at those and taking them very seriously. Now, within the Tasser study, if I'm not mistaken, one of the things that was talked about dealt with supplementing the income in the form of giving some type of credit to teachers, to police officers from, I guess, the state level, uh, which would help with the purchase of a property. I don't. Uh, I have not read the full study, so I'm not aware of, of that. It's 120 pages long. Yeah, That's I haven't. Pretty, I, I'm not aware of that one. Yeah. So what? What other thing? What could we do? to help out those who we need to live right here in the community where they work. Well, one great idea came from uh, Candy Joyce with the local uh, Realtors Association, and uh, she had a great idea that was uh, to allow underutilized properties to maybe give tax credits for that, to allow... uh, you know, to allow people to develop that and have employees that live near their businesses. If, if businesses have property that may be underutilized, is there a way they can repurpose that or have some way to have affordable housing there for their employees? Um, other ideas that they've had would, and of course this may not be the best year for this with the tight budget, but be to give uh, grants or uh, some kind of tax credits to developers uh, to help them with the cost of utilities and so forth if they are going to provide uh, affordable housing near major workplaces if they were going to build you know housing that employees could use at big companies so there are some ideas out there and uh, unfortunately this year our budget's going to be very very tight so i'm not sure what we'll be able to do but we are looking at these ideas and do want to provide some relief for people we only have 30 seconds left i just realized that can i plug we've got the tour of the old jefferson community um roger thomas was on with brian i believe yesterday about it so if folks are interested come out to the tour of the old jefferson community be over near uh, cud water treatment plant at the east folk 
East Fork boat ramp off uh, Buckeye Bottom Road. And um, uh, 10 o'clock is a tour of Old Jefferson Community. Folks don't know what Old Jefferson Community is. It's an old city that used to be the county seat. And uh, Percy Priest Lake come along, and folks had to... um, Head to move, so 10 o'clock, East Fork Boat Ramp tomorrow. And again with us this morning, we had Senator Don White and State Representatives Robert Stevens and Mike Sparks. Thanks for joining us this morning. You're tuned to WGNS Murfreesboro.